0: Individual of liberty and
1: justice for all. We are going to make America great again. My fellow Americans, let's roll. And now, here's your host,
2: the Rhino. Hello, 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 I am the Rhino and this is my weekend report. We are coming to you from the RWB Network Studios here in New York and broadcasted live by CRN Digital Talk Radio. So as predicted, the fight for 15 has backfired. States and cities that took drastic action to bend to the will of our nation's big labor unions have seen massive layoffs and reductions in hours. Fast food joints, who saw this coming a mile away, have been ordering and implementing robot replacements for months now. This was always the end game. Businesses knew it, economists knew it, the government knew it, and yes, even the activist union heads knew it. They just didn't want to admit it to the 3 million plus future dues-paying fast food workers that they were ginning up. While the manufacturing sector has been making the move to robots for decades now, it's a fairly new transition for the fast food industry. And another industry may be right on their heels following suit. Sex workers. Yep. A new 44-page report by the Foundation for Responsible Robotics has determined that at some point in the very near future, sex robots will replace the traditional women of the night. No word on whether or not Charlie Sheen or Hugh Grant approve of the coming change, But the latest report here does cite some possible social drawbacks to taking R2-D2 to bed every night. (laughs) Who would have thought? Either way, if some of these laid off fast food workers were thinking about a drastic career change, uh, these may not be the droids you are looking for. All right, first up on today's weekend edition. All it took was a trip to Poland to leave the Obama administration in the rearview mirror. President Trump delivered perhaps his best speech to date in Warsaw. How do we know it was that good? Because mainstream media hated it. Also, as the G20 opens, protesters have filled the streets of Hamburg, Germany, setting fires, looting, engaging police. So far, over 150 cops have been injured. If this sounds somewhat similar to the Soros-fueled Antifa protests in this country, You're starting to get it. And in keeping with his true communist roots, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio has opted to skip several city functions in order to join the G20 protesters in Germany. It's leaving a lot of New Yorkers now wondering if it's a good time to revoke his passport. We have all that, plus new jobs numbers surpass the streets' expectations, msnbc is not done spinning up conspiracy theories quite yet and we have another edition of teachers gone wild and this one gives a whole new meaning to studying abroad we got a big show today as always you gotta check me out on twitter at rhino on air that's at rhino r-y-n-o on air also You can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Rhino Report. And as always, you can email me questions, concerns, comments, rhino at rwbnetwork.com. We got a big weekend show today. Do not go anywhere. Welcome back to this weekend edition of the Rhino Report. Big shout-outs to everyone listening on Red Nation Rising Radio, Streaming Talk Radio, KLRN Radio, Western Free Press, and, of course, crntalk.com. You can catch the live show there, crntalk.com, Channel 1, 2 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. And now we are also on Talk America Radio, streaming live there as well, 2 p.m. Eastern, talkamericaradio.us. So, seems like a long week, doesn't it? A lot of us were off Monday or Tuesday, or we took off Monday or Tuesday. So that leaves just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I feel like it's been a really long week for only being three days. Maybe that's just me. But um, this report from the Foundation for Responsible... Robotics. Who would have thought there was such a thing as a foundation for responsible robotics? Um, so I guess they did this whole study, 44 pages, about how sex robots may be taken over. And they worry that it may hurt social skills. This, sex robots, are what might undermine social skills. Social skills in this country have been eroding for the last decade, if not more. Nobody has any social skills anymore. No one knows how to talk to anybody anymore. These kids don't know how to go to interviews. They don't know what to say. Nobody has conversations anymore. You know, they did this whole study on these robots, and they came up with a lot of information. They think that perhaps in the future there may be bordellos of robots. I mean, I guess somebody would choose that over the real thing. I don't know. You know, and and they the information they came up with left me thinking, did they get a demo? Is it like when you get these four-wheel magazines, you know, Four Wheeler or whatever you might read, and it says Truck of the Year, Four-Wheeler of the Year. They get these demos, and they take them through the desert, and, you know, they they beat the tar out of them for a few weeks, and they come up with these reviews. Did, did these people get a demo? The Foundation for Responsible Robotics? <laughs> yeah, that's their concern, is social isolation. Well, some of these people, I could see it. I could see them maybe not leaving the house for a few days. Taking a long weekend with R2-D2? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was watching uh, Tucker's show. I guess it was Thursday night. And he had Mike Rowe on. Now, Mike Rowe is very smart. Of course, he was the host of Dirty Jobs. And he had some other show on CNN uh, for, I think, a season or two. I think it was called Somebody's Gotta Do It. It, it, was, it was Dirty Jobs, just repackaged, is what it was. And Mike Rowe came up with this idea that... Nobody has soft skills anymore. And it got me thinking, you know, soft skills are these things that you just sort of know, right? Like, you know, you got to wear socks that look similar. You, you know, you have to tuck your shirt in for a job interview. Uh, they're soft skills, things that aren't necessarily um, involuntary, like breathing. You have to do that. You have to breathe. Your heart has to beat. Those are involuntary reactions. But soft skills are things that you kind of pick up along the way. Uh, There's no one that can really train you in this stuff. You just sort of have to be uh, able to acquire it over time. And he's right. There are no soft skills anymore. Nobody comes into a job interview and gives you the answers you want to hear. It's so hard to hire millennials now because they're going to sue you over everything. Or they're going to complain about you on Twitter or Instagram or Whatever social media platform is the most popular that day, and perhaps this sex robot thing is 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 part of this. Is is people just don't know how to behave anymore? If you look over in uh, in Hamburg, Germany, with the protests that are going on there now, th- these are not a few people carrying around picket signs saying we don't like Donald Trump. They are actively fighting police officers. They are starting fires, turning over cars, blocking processions. This is not how we act. We are not animals. You know, when I was working in the correctional field, and I would have a new officer training with me, under me, one thing I would always tell them is you have to treat them like human beings. Just because they are incarcerated, just because they are in cages does not mean they are animals. If you treat them like animals, they will act like animals and you will have a very rough 12-hour shift. Now, we've treated these protesters, the uh, for the most part millennials, we've treated them with kid gloves for a long time. And you could go back to the whole everybody gets a trophy And that's what everybody likes to go back to when we talk about how how socially inept this generation is. But maybe it's time we stop treating them with kid gloves. Because they have grown up now. They're violent. They're no longer just saying, wow, wow, we didn't get our way. Now they're injuring people. Now they're taking shots at congressmen. Now they're fighting police officers. Now they're actively getting in the way of what normal human beings do on a daily basis, going to work, going to the store. I mean, it's not just carrying picket signs. That would be fine. When the Hamburg police have to break out water cannons to keep these people back, That's because they are meeting the level of aggression. If you've ever been or know somebody who went to a law enforcement academy, there's something called the force continuum. You meet or exceed slightly the level of aggression you are getting. In other words, if you are talking to a suspect and they push you on the shoulder, you don't shoot them in the face. That is far exceeding the level of aggression that they are doling out to you so what you do is you now restrain them you up the level just a little bit and you restrain them so when the water cannons come out that's not because people are singing and chanting and saying we don't like trump it's because there is a high level of aggression where a water cannon is the next step up they're acting like animals Now, there are those who say we should just let it happen. We should just let them do whatever they want. Eventually, they'll calm down. Have we seen any calming down of this behavior in the last 18 months? No, it has been escalating. And people like the mainstream media, the former president, Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, her whole team, CNN, MSNBC... Democrats in Congress, they have been fueling this. They view these people as their soldiers. And perhaps there are those like George Soros who are not only fueling it, but funding it. At what point does somebody finally follow the money? We say on this show all the time, follow the money and you will get to the answer. The mo- the world is run by money. I hate to tell you. I know the anti capitalists hate that. Oh, money, money. Well, it's a necessity. Follow the money. If one single penny leads back to George Soros, he needs to be arrested immediately. And anybody else that is funding these protesters, I don't believe they're acting this way for no reason. We'll be right back. Do it today. When
3: you really want Italian food, you've got to go to Colombo's. Colombo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club, Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. And if there's one thing about Colombo's, it's their tradition of giving back to the community. This year, Columbus is asking you to help the Los Robles Medical Center. They send teams of doctors, clinicians, and support staff down to Honduras. And when it comes to health, Honduras is below third world country status. It's that bad. Any contribution for the purchase of medication and supplies for the unfortunate in Honduras is needed right now. The Los Robles Medical Mountain Team leaves for Honduras in August, so your contributions are needed now. Please help and make a difference. Go to friendsofbarnabas.com, friendsofbarnabas.com. Then scroll down to the donate button and designate the funds to Los Robles 2017. And thank you. Mortgage rates are at all time lows.
1: If you have not refinanced your current mortgage in the last few years, you could be losing thousands of dollars a year by paying too high of an APR. And the place to call is Lending Tree to find out how low you can go. We can match you with lenders offering some of the lowest rates APRs available. Some APRs are lower than 3%. Imagine how much money you can save every month if your current mortgage is at 6% or higher. And all it takes is one free call to Tree to match you with a lender who may be able to lower your current home mortgage rate. Learn how to potentially save thousands by refinancing your current mortgage. Call Tree right now. NMLS 1136. 800-628-5067, 800-628-5067, 800-628-5067. That's 800-628-5067.
2: show, can somebody please send a few sex robots to Hamburg, Germany, stat. Get them there right now. They could have used them in Cologne, Germany on New Year's Eve 2015-2016. That may have avoided some of these sexual assaults by the Muslim immigrants in Cologne, Germany. Now, we saw the jobs numbers come out Friday morning. They look good. But I I do, you know what, I I, got to, I'm going to put a wet blanket on this for a second. I've studied numbers for a long time. Now, the jobs numbers look good. Okay, you need to hit 150,000 jobs, new jobs a month to outweigh those who are entering the workforce for the first time. So June, they're saying, the U.S. economy added 220,000 jobs. That's 70,000 more than you need to outweigh new entries to the workforce. The street was predicting 174,000 jobs. So this far exceeded expectations. Now, here's the wet blanket I'm going to give you. The jobs are good. Labor participation is up unemployment is steady and that's what happens before things go up or down they even out set records num- record number of employed americans in february march april of this year june of this year 153 million americans today are employed these are record numbers here's the wet blanket don't expect 3% gdp at the end of the second quarter, I don't think so. I've seen some numbers that say to me, I think we should be happy with about 1.5%. I know some people at 3%, 4%. I don't see it this quarter. And I'll tell you why. Production orders are down. And that is a large driver of our GDP. Manufacturing production orders. They're down from the first quarter as of right now. Now, that may change. It may change, and I could be totally wrong. But I think at 1.5%, you have to be happy with that because that already starts to exceed where the former president was for three quarters of his eight years. The economy is starting to move. People are going back to work. With record numbers of employed Americans, you will see production orders start to come up. And by production orders, I mean large ticket items. You're talking about cars. You're talking about boats. Things like that. Things that are, that are, I'm not talking about fidget spinners. Fidget spinners are not going to bolster the U.S. economy. But when people get back to work, they they make larger purchases. And I think by the third quarter and perhaps the fourth quarter of this year, fourth quarter, I think you see plus 3%. People are going to do a lot of buying this holiday season. They're feeling good about themselves. Small businesses are feeling good about themselves. They're going to give out Christmas bonuses. People are going to purchase. Third quarter, I'd look at maybe you're close to 2%. If things keep going on the trajectory they're at now, by the end of the fourth quarter, I think we're plus 3%. And then you can really wave bye-bye to the Obama administration. I think the speech in Poland was good. This was a great speech. This was a speech where the president said, we are in charge. We are back. We are not leading from behind. And when he says things like that, people like me go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to buy a car. That's what we do. We like hearing that stuff. And Poland like hear, likes hearing that stuff. You know what? The The one thing the president brought with him yesterday to Poland that is going largely unnoticed, he brought missile defense with him. They hooked it up to the back of Air Force One, they towed that thing to Poland, and said, here you go. After the Obama administration cut all their missile defense programs, leaving them vulnerable to a place like Russia. As Russia is invading Crimea and the Ukraine, Poland's sitting there saying, We're a NATO country, and we don't even have any defenses. And Obama says, eh, it's all right. It's all right. Russian expansionism was always a benchmark of the Obama administration. If it wasn't, he wouldn't have let it happen. That's what leading from behind gets you. It gets you Russia being a major player on the world stage when their people in the streets are eating bread and water. That's what leading from behind got us. President Trump went to Poland with a battery of missiles the day before he's going to speak to Putin. Remember Putin, his BFF? Whatever happened to that, by the way? Whatever happened to this whole Russian-Trump collusion thing? It's gone away. It's bye-bye. You know why? We were getting too close to the real answer, and you can't have that. We'll talk about that when we come back. This is the final report on CRN Digital Talk Radio.
3: This is the Mungle on Movies. I'm Matt Mungle. July 7th brings us another superhero film with Spider Man Homecoming.
1: Michael Keaton is Vulture and is very excited about his super suit. The suit was so intricate and so artfully made. There were, I don't know, hundreds maybe of little screws, literally, that special wrenches made to, you know, put the boots in a certain... It was unbelievable. I was knocked out by that. For reviews, interviews, and more, go to mungleshow.com or follow me on Twitter at The Mungle. You're
0: experiencing pain, back pain, shoulder, elbow, or hand pain, pain from a sports injury? If so, schedule a visit with Dr. Michael Sheps, the leading expert in laser therapy for pain management. Call 310-873-4422 or go to drsheps.com. Experience Epic T, the breakthrough laser therapy system that Dr. Sheps developed to make you pain-free in less time. Laser therapy is a non-invasive, safe and effective in-office procedure that penetrates deep into your skin without damaging the tissue. It perfectly targets areas of pain to promote fast natural healing. Relax your muscles, ease muscle spasms, joint stiffness and arthritis pain while increasing blood circulation. For over 25 years, Dr. Sheps has helped Olympic athletes and sports enthusiasts alike get back in the game. Schedule your visit with Dr. Sheps at his Brentwood office in California. Call 310-873-4422 or visit drsheps.com. That's DRSHEPS.com 3108734422
1: Do you want to fly somewhere? Anywhere in the world? Smart travelers call myflightsearch.com for the best deals on flight tickets. Going to Manila, Bangkok, London, how about Singapore? Call myflightsearch.com for the lowest flight tickets available. What about a local vacation? Let's say you want to fly to Vegas, Orlando, Miami, Los Angeles, or Denver. Pick up the phone and call MyFlightSearch.com right now. We have exclusive deals that you can't find anywhere else. The only way you can get these low airline prices is by calling us. We have so many low prices available, we can't possibly tell them to you right here and now. If you're flying somewhere anytime in the next six months and you want the lowest airline ticket prices anywhere, you owe it to yourself to save a ton of money. So pick up your cell phone and call. On MyFlightSearch.com right now. Call 800-445. 3166 800-445-3166, that's 800-445-3166, call now, 800-445-3166. Come
0: to Angelo's and Vinci's to see the memorabilia of movie stars and theatrical magic right in downtown Fullerton, California. See the art of the masters, an Italian town square complete with storefronts of old Italian butchers and cheesemongers, fruit and wine vendors, seamstresses showing their wares, fairy lights from cathedral ceilings, and our ancestors' smiling down at you from the family love altar. The romance of Romeo and Juliet. And find the mystical room of the moon. And don't forget King Kong, Dracula, Frankenstein, and who knows what awaits you in the wine cellar. Enjoy the great food. We hand-stuff our pastas, roll each and every tortellini, bake our own bread, make our own sauces, fresh from our private stock of Sicilian family recipes. From pasta to seafood, chicken to award-winning pizzas, tiramisu flown in from Rome. If you can't find something on our menu to tempt you, you don't like Italian food. Try our Sunday brunch, just 18 and Angelo's and Vinci's has been named two years in a row Best Italian Restaurant in Orange County. Angelo's and Vinci's Restaurant at 550 North Harbor Boulevard in Fullerton, California. Call 714 879 4022.
1: Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1 1- Eight hundred seven eight five ninety six eighteen 800 785 9618 Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats, whether they run or not. Call right now and receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-785-9618. Donate your car today. That's 1-800-785-9618.
2: All right, welcome back to the Weekend Edition. Check out the older episodes from all this whole last week, all the week before that, the week before that. iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio. I have to laugh when I'm reading the responses from Congress to the jobs numbers. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Kevin Brady just about taking all the... He's saying it was us. We're doing it. This is what he says with President Trump and the White House. Republicans have already taken historic steps to roll back damaging regulations. Our action so far is only the beginning. Our? What's our about any of this? Trump has created the jobs. He did so before even being inaugurated. Going around Ford, Carrier, Toyota, SoftBank. Creating tons and tons of jobs that we haven't even seen hit the marketplace yet. And these Republican congressmen and senators, they can't wait to beat their chests and say, We've done it! We have created so many jobs with everything we've done. We? What do you have, a mouse in your pocket? You've done nothing. They have done absolutely nothing. They've flubbed healthcare. They've muffed everything. They have done absolutely nothing. The president wants to move forward. He's a businessman. This would be unacceptable. If this was the private industry, he'd fire every single one of them for not doing their jobs, Republican, Democrat, whomever. None of them. See, the Democrats' job now is to be obstructionists, which, to be fair, was the Republicans' job Prior to 2010. I'm not saying it wasn't. It definitely was. So that's the Democrats' job. They may be the only ones actually doing their jobs. The Republicans have done nothing. Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, third in line. We will have the entire agenda done in 200 days. 200 days. They don't work 200 days this year. 200 days, that's like, it's like dog years, right? It's like Congress years. 200 days is like three terms. That's what it is to Congress. And they can't wait to beat their chest. We're doing it. We're rolling back regulation. They've done nothing. They've been on vacation two-thirds of the time President Trump has been in the White House. Taking credit. Sit down, Mr. Brady. I don't care what caucus you're in. Sit down. I'm tired of hearing it. They don't do anything. And once a bill does get on the floor, all they do is bicker and yell about it. Nobody asks the American people what they want. All they care about is what caucus they're in. Oh, my caucus says this. Uh, my caucus says that. Well, what about the people? What are the people you represent? What do they say? Have you asked them? No, because they go to these town halls, and all they want to do is bring up certain topics. They bring up topics that they know are going to inflame people. And they can go back and say, oh, these are out of control. Bring up something like tax reform at your town hall. You know what? You're not going to have any rights. You know why? People want lower taxes. That's why. But they go there and they say, well, let's talk about health care. Well, let's talk about Russian collusion. And everyone shows up and they're protesting and they're screaming and yelling. If you can show protesters people who are against reducing taxes... That's good optics. If they show up for that, great. Let them do that. But they don't. Oh, these protesters, 23 million, losing health care, CBO score. They want to talk about that. Move on. Repeal Obamacare. And that's it. Done. End of story. That's what you've promised to do. They have done nothing. And they're still taking credit. Every single one of them needs to be primaried. Every single one. Every single congressperson. They are not doing their jobs. We're too busy looking at the Democrats saying they're being obstructionists. Guess what? That's what they're supposed to do. The party that's not in power is supposed to be obstructionists. We can complain about it, but we can also do something about it. We can use the majority given to us by the American people to do something, yet they refuse to do it. Because this caucus says, I don't know. Geez, I'm not sure if my voters will go for this. Why don't you go back and ask them? What a novel, flipping idea. Go back and ask them. They complain they gotta fly home every weekend, and they gotta fly home for all these vacations. I'm sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. These jobs... This job's number 220,000 new jobs in June. That is not because of Kevin Brady. That's not because of anybody in Congress. Louie Gohmert, whoever your favorite one is, they did nothing for this. Nothing. The only thing Congress has done successfully in the last six months is play a baseball game. That's all they have done successfully. Nothing else. They can't even do investigations right. They got 300 investigations going on in one thing where there's not a stitch of evidence anywhere. They are dragging their feet. They are making the same mistake that Hillary Clinton made three years ago. When her and her team decided they were going to fight FOIA requests to get the emails off of this mysterious bathroom homebrewed server... And emails from the State Department, when they dragged their heels and they fought for your request, and they came up with this long, protracted, drawn-out method of releasing emails, that's what did her in. Because that dragged out three years. That sunk her. She could have come out on day one and said, yeah, you know what, I goofed, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done it, here's all my emails. We would have been done talking about it in two weeks. The Republicans are dragging everything out. The Democrats are dragging it out. But that's their job. It's our job to stop that. Unless, unless the end game is they don't like the president. They know the president may eventually come around to actually draining the swamp. To actually making a real effort to enforce term limits. And that way they can drag this straight through to 2020. And then they'll have to put up with whoever the Democrat president is. They're not on his side. Maybe the House Freedom Caucus a little bit, as long as it suits them. As long as they get reelected. There's a lot of caveats to their support with the president. He knows it. Everybody else knows it. They know it. All right, when we come back. We'll talk a little bit about Podesta. What's going on with Podesta? Why is Trump talking about Podesta? Who is this guy? What did he do? <laughs> he did a lot. He did a lot. And how is Podesta connected to, I don't know, Seth Rich? We'll talk about it we come back. Hang in there. Hey, guys. Ryan the Rhino DeSico here for my friends at Liberty HealthShare. If your healthcare has become a burden and you're worried about being stuck for another year, listen up because you do have options. Liberty HealthShare could be the solution to your problem. Open enrollment is here, and this could be your chance to free yourself from insurance. Take this opportunity and join Liberty HealthShare. You can finally be in control and have freedom when it comes to your healthcare. Liberty HealthShare offers an entirely open network, which means you choose your own doctors and you choose your own hospitals. Liberty HealthShare offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no related tax penalties. To find out how you can easily make the change, call Liberty Health Share today at 855 585 4237 or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Do it today. Check out the live show, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, CRN Talk.com, channel 1. You can also check out the podcast version of the show on demand. iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, or iHeartRadio. See, what I do is, if, if I didn't reuse printer paper, I would go through a box of, of paper, Not a ream, like an entire box that has like eight reams in it of paper every week. So what I do is I, I I print stuff out, I staple it together, and then when I run out of paper, I undo the staples, and I flip it over, and I put it back in the printer and I reuse it. That's me being environmentally friendly. So I flip over. I'm talking about the last segment, talking about the jobs numbers. I flip it over, and what is the headline on, the, I guess, the paper that I reused? <laughs> this is from InfoWars. It was from January 13th of 2017. It turns out Jeb Bush is the guy who started all the hashtag golden showers nonsense. We were talking about that back in January. About that dossier and that Fusion GPS and Christopher Steele and you know, hookers and the peeing and all that stuff. Well, so that's where we are in our uh, in our reusing paper back to January. So... Um, You know, this stuff with Podesta, I think Trump has been using Twitter a little better, maybe, in the last couple of days. Well, he comes out this morning, and he's at the G20, and he says, Everyone here is talking about why John Podesta refused to give the DNC server to the FBI and CIA. Disgraceful. Um, And, of course, he's talking about the server that was hacked, uh, showing all the collusion between the DNC and Debbie Was a Man Schultz and Hillary Camp and the whole thing. And, well, I mean, to be fair, Podesta wasn't officially in charge of the DNC, and the DNC made that clear in their response to the president. Podesta never ran the DNC. Well, I mean, that's not totally true, right? You can't say, after reading the emails that came off of that server, you can't say Podesta didn't have a lot of influence in the DNC. If he said to them, "Give the feds the server," the feds would have gotten the server. You know, him and Hillary, they ran the DNC for the most part at the time. Debbie was a man, Schultz was officially the head of it until the middle of of their convention where she had to resign because it was shown that her and the rest of the DNC colluded, of course, to submarine Bernie Sanders and he somehow still supports them, which just shows you the conviction Of the actual liberal out there, the socialist, not a whole lot of conviction. So this comes out, and you know what? It it does bring up a good point of what happened to that server. Why has nobody seen it? Why is only company that looked at it, that CrowdStrike? CrowdStrike looks at it, says it was Russia. It was Russia, and here's the Russian collusion. Russian collusion. Um. No one's seen it. We gotta see it. Because what happens is, if you see that server, it either leads you away from any sort of conspiracy involving Seth Rich, or it leads you towards that. It starts to answer a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions around Seth Rich to begin with. Why was Rod Wheeler giving a cease and desist? Why, if this was a botched robbery, was the wallet, the necklace, the bracelet still there? Why... Would they take his laptop? He wasn't walking with his laptop. He didn't have it on him. Why would the police rush to his apartment to grab his laptop after a quote-unquote botched robbery? There's a lot of questions here. We've seen the report from the profiling project. This was a group of students and professors from George Washington University spent a long time doing a doing a hundred-page report, 150-page report about what may or may not have happened to Seth Rich. It did not appear to be random. It did not appear to be a robbery gone bad. It was likely committed by a hired killer or serial murderer. There may be additional video surveillance. There's a lot of a lot of conclusions they came to in this report. Seeing that DNC server would start to answer some of the questions that are out there about this. You know, maybe it is time that the president not punch down at someone like Podesta. He's really not worth it. The guy's a weaselly little dida He's not worth it. You got bigger fish to fry. Don't let him distract you. Of course, Podesta responds like he has to respond and whatever else. You know... This is all going on at the G20. Uh, Mayor de Blasio has has fled New York City to join his, his protest friends in Germany. He skipped a police swearing-in ceremony. We just had an NYPD officer assassinated here a couple of days ago. He skips everything to go protest in Germany against Trump. See, that's it. They leave the city in ruins. Crime is up. Our subways and our trains are crumbling to the ground. There's litter everywhere. Homeless people are uh, thousands and thousands of homeless people all over the city. It's no longer safe to walk around New York City. And he leaves to go hang out in Germany with his bratwurst and his pilsner. I I don't think Mayor de Blasio is opposed to putting a big sausage in his mouth every once in a while. But he should be here. That's what a good leader does. They're here. They lead their city through tough times. Take Mayor Giuliani, for instance. I don't think Rudy Giuliani is altogether the smartest person on the planet. But he's a good leader. And he was here through 9-11 and beyond. He was here. You have stuff going down in the city? The Blasio flees to go hang out with his protest buddies. It's just their mindset. They just don't care about you. It doesn't matter. Put us in power. We'll reap the benefits. And then we'll leave when it's all starting to crumble. Look at Detroit. Look at Chicago. Look at New York City. It's a pattern. Look at America. Obama left America in shambles. Trump is picking it up. We'll be right back. Hey,
3: Lorraine, do you realize that your mother, my mother-in-law, Chef Maria, has been serving Las Vegas since 1949? Yes, I do, Dennis. That's when she first met Howard Hughes, who fell in love with her cooking. And in 1955, she opened her first restaurant on Fremont Street. Yes, dear. And another great customer was Liberace. Wow. Then in 1962, while Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack were causing global excitement on the Las Vegas Strip, your family opened their second restaurant. And in 1960, Seventy-two, Elvis Presley began electrifying Las Vegas audiences and eating in our restaurant. You know, Lorraine, this is quite a town. There's only one Las Vegas. And there's only one Bootlegger Italian Bistro. Folks, when you're in Las Vegas, come visit us. We'll make you feel like you're part of our family. The Bootlegger Italian Bistro, conveniently located at 7700 Las Vegas Boulevard, South Strip. Visit our website at www.bootleggerlasvegas.com.
1: Hotel. Maui's Hawaiian hotel.
0: Located in the heart of Maui's premier resorts, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com.
3: Aloha.
2: segment today we really got a motor we got a lot of stuff to get through you know these protests in hamburg germany 160 police officers have been injured as of friday morning and 45 demonstrators arrested that seems a little disproportional 160 police officers injured only 45 demonstrators arrested 11 of them were taken to local hospitals i would have taken them out back Forget the hospital. You wonder who's fueling this. Is it paid? Is it Soros paid? A lot of people saying so. Is it like that D. Ray McKesson? Remember D. Ray McKesson? Doesn't look very Irish to me. But he was the one who was in Ferguson, and he showed up in Baltimore, then he shows up in Staten Island, and he always has that stupid vest on. Is this being paid for by Soros? Probably. Probably. And they're violent. The left has become very, very violent. They become animals. Like when you go, Let's go back to the first segment again. They become animals. And you don't want to treat them as such, but maybe maybe you have to start to. Look at this guy out in Arizona. Mark Prichard, 59 years old, told a staffer of Senator Jeff Flake, you know how liberals are going to solve the Republican problem? They're going to get better aim. That last guy tried, but he needed better aim. We'll get better aim. Of course, referring to James T. Hodgkinson. The 66-year-old nutbag that took shots at the Republican congressman practicing for that baseball game. Steve Scalise, by the way, back in ICU because they're fearing infection. So prayers out to him. They're becoming unhinged. They're becoming violent. And people like de Blasio are fueling it. And Obama. Obama is the biggest creeper on the planet. He's following Trump around everywhere. You know why? Because Trump is systematically dismantling Obama's entire presidency. But he's following Trump everywhere. Oh, you see Merkel, I'll see Merkel. You see Trudeau, I'll see Trudeau. He's the biggest creeper. President, mom jeans. Who would have thought? All right, we got to move on. We have a teacher gone wild. Breaking news. Teacher gone wild. Married New Jersey teacher. Raina Culver, 43 years old of Rivera Middle School in Trenton, New Jersey, not a place I would vacation. Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, she had a student who was kicked out of a, uh, their their uncle, or I guess it was, uh, they are living with a relative, and they were kicked out in December of 2015. This teacher felt really bad, so she adopted the student and brought the student into her home. She felt so bad about it. And by June of 2016... Less than a year later, they were involved in a very sordid relationship. This teacher, 43 years old at a middle school, adopts a 15-year-old, just to, just to you know, canoodle with daily. So they set up a sting. The kid went to the cops. Said, "I'm tired of canoodling with my teacher/slash adopted mother." Went to the cops. Set up a sting. Miss Culver was arrested. Arrested. <sighs> Endangering the welfare of a minor and second-degree sexual assault, and she has not been fired yet. I guess uh, in Trenton, New Jersey, they need you know, all the school teachers they can find. So, married New Jersey teacher, 43-year-old Raina Culver, you are today's teacher gone wild. It's always the women, always the women. Well, really quickly, speaking of somebody who I'm not convinced is a woman, Lena Dunham. Did you see this? She adopted a dog from a shelter in Brooklyn, and she couldn't handle it. So she dropped it off at a shelter a couple years later in Los Angeles. The dog's name is Lammy or something. They said Lammy was aggressive. Couldn't take care of it. It was biting all the time. It's like a little nothing dog. It's like a tiny little thing. How could you not? People are upset. They're upset that she couldn't handle Lammy. I thought I, Lena Dunham, I thought he was moving to Canada, wasn't he? I don't know. Guys, thanks for hanging out with me today. Hope you had a good time. A big thank you to all those who are serving our country at home and abroad. And a big thank you to those in the law enforcement community. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for all the hard work. Please keep it up. And above all, please stay safe. God bless all of you. God bless all of your families. And until Monday, I'm the Rhino, and I'm out.